are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, winter, spring, and fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan always coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, per usual, Jason. How you doing today? Good. We talked about trying to do the show backwards. Yes. Like the movie Memento. Turns out. You can't do it backwards. It's it's impossible <laughs> to say how one could do it backwards uh we, we we do usually hit our stride so maybe we'll just encourage the listener to watch it backwards so oh, just yeah, go yeah. to like the last 10 minutes of the show and then watch rewind that, and then go back from 10 the minutes at a time yeah uh, yeah i guess until you've hit what you know and then just yeah. go back 10 more minutes that's a good idea if it's not too much work well in the editing world i could edit that way well, listen, clip it out and put uh, it listen backwards. i'm not doing that that's not happening literally when we're done we send it yeah I mean, it's just like send, done, send, done. That's it. <laughs> My good friend and I, Matt Neff, used to have a podcast. Yeah. And uh, it was 99 Lives th- podcast. Three weeks editing. Oh, just so much time. Just la- la- laboring over yeah. uh, everything. Every little detail, taking out all little, you know what I mean? Little things like that. Yeah. And um, I mean, it was, a, it was a quality product. Yeah. But it made it, I don't know, 10% better. Yeah. I think. Well, if it was really good to begin with, that's pretty good. I guess. If it was really crappy, 10% is not that and much. And maybe his way is the better way. I'm not going to say it, whether it is or it isn't, but what I know is that's just not the way we do it. No. We just, no. whatever we say, we say. Yeah. Because sometimes Matt and I would say things, or we, and he's like, ah, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think we should, I don't want that out there. I, you know, I'm going to cut that whole thing when yeah. we talked about that. As well, well, I was on... Uh, a guest one time. Yeah, and your whole goal was to make Matt as uncomfortable as possible, so he'd have to literally cut out the yeah. entire mission episode. accomplished. We recorded ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. It was like a sixty-minute show. Yeah, he cut thirty minutes of it, and and he cut out the best thirty minutes yes. too. It was yeah. hilarious. We had a whole thing on Tetris. There's a whole Tetris thing. We're not going to get into <laughs> it now. It was PG thirteen. Yeah, but it had gone over anybody's head that didn't know. Yeah, yeah. we're just having fun with it. It wasn't like dirty. No, no, it was pretty clean. Matt didn't appreciate it. He did not. Yeah. So, um, for whatever reason, uh, our best uh, ten minutes is the last ten minutes. So I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> so you've, if you'll just bear with us, what if we only did a ten minute show? I thought about that. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about. Then that, that would lately. just be the best ten minutes. Period. Yeah, we could just the best ten minutes. Yeah, and we could just tell people. We've recorded for five hours, and, and this we gave is the you best the best 10, ten minutes. Yeah. I think we're like, this is the best 10? Jeez. So, man. But we assume those of you who listen and or watch uh, like what we're doing, because it seems like you keep on listening and yeah. or watching. Things so, are growing. We're things, getting more and more listeners. Every day. More subscribers, mm-hmm. more downloads, more shares, more likes. All, all of that stuff. Yeah. stuff. So if you want to, on the YouTube page, if you want to give us a thumbs up, subscribe, Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell your neighbors. Tell your garbage man. Yeah. Do you have a better relationship with your garbage man or your mailman? Mm, mailman? I feel really bad. Eric and I had a really long discussion about how this year, because we felt bad for our mailman because of COVID and all this stuff, yeah. we were going to buy him a Christmas present. And but just, you left the garbage man We just out. didn't. No, we didn't buy the, the mailman anything. Oh. We we had this long discussion about how we were going to get him a gift card at Dunkin' yeah. Donuts or something. You know, hey, you've been working hard this year. Lots more things happening for you. We don't have the same mailman every time. We 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 have the same mailman like 90% of the time. Ours changes weekly. Oh, really? Yeah. We have a relationship with ours. And he likes our dog. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know the guy's name, but, you know. Well, in the summertime, I'll sit on the front porch. Our mail usually shows up around 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, yeah. sit out there with the dog and get hey. the mail. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Our garbage comes at 6 in the morning. Uh, I never see those guys. Yeah. And Stella's supposed to take the trash out, so I say supposed to. Yeah. 
happens about once a month. Yeah. Unless I make and her. And then you have a big garbage day once a month. Then we have a big garbage day, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones, those garbage, they hate us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one thing about- Turns Ma- out five kids can make a lot of trash. A lot of trash. Yeah. One thing that I love, and we record in Marion, that's where we live, Marion, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, great uh, garbage guys in Marion. They'll take anything. You put anything out there, they'll take it. <laughs> you know that? I mean, there's nothing that I've ever put out yeah. that they didn't take. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's Does, great. And it doesn't even have to be bagged. No, it doesn't have to be bagged. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, they'll take well, it. I lived they might in not one, like it, but they will take it. I lived one of the places I lived. I can't remember where it was. The rule was, if they're going to take it, it has to be in a bag. Oh, uh. And so, that's an understandable rule. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to be hauling away. Of course, you know all sorts of. They don't do that here. They'll yeah. take anything. I, I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> I left Teddy out there once. And... Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid. I was probably seven or eight years old. Yeah. And there was a kid that was like 13, 14. Maybe he was a little bit older than that. He must have been. So maybe I was ten and he was like sixteen. Yeah. And uh, he dropped out of school in Prospect, Ohio, a little town, yeah. and became a garbage man. Yeah. And I just remember thinking. That's that it was the, the most glorious thing yeah. I'd ever seen. He's he's riding on the back of a truck, yeah. which who doesn't want to do that? No, Hanging fantastic. off the back of the truck. Yeah. He's he's not going to school. No. He doesn't have to go to school and he's getting paid yeah. to do this. Yeah. It was like how do I sign up for that? For he was my hero. Yeah. And then got a little bit older and, and I thought, you know what? Things probably weren't going so well for him in life yeah. that that's the situation that he came up against yeah. or maybe he's smarter than any of us and said you know what here's the thing i'm not an academic i'm not going to do this yeah. stuff for the rest of my life better for me to start working for the city now and retire yeah. when i'm like 36 well i know a guy that owns um a garbage company owns yeah. his own trucks and mm-hmm. his own gar- and he does pretty it's well not a bad way to make a living yeah so you know i mean everybody's different that's some people, true some people like to work with their hands mm. yeah I'm not one of those guys. No, no, no. I I got a, I don't know if you can see this, but I got a burn mark on my finger. Oh. I don't know, Stella. I don't think anybody really wants to see that. Well, I got, do you see that? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it pinched. pinched. Yeah. Well, th- well, here's my problem is. Nobody um, cares about your pinch. No, listen, it won't read my fingerprint on oh, anything. Oh, that is a problem. So I go to unlock it. Do you it. do the left finger? I do both. I do everything. I register all of I my fingers. I have my right thumb and my left thumb. I think that's all I, I do. Got. I do thumbs. I also do four fingers. Because if I'm eating a sandwich, I want to be able to... Abby did her nose. So did it she... work? Yeah, it worked. So she can put her... <laughs> she can unlock her phone with her nose. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that's pretty useful. Listen... It can come in. It's like if, if somebody else is yeah. like, if you've got something in your hands and, and somebody has your phone and you're like, oh, yeah. could you, you know, just. Did pr- she come up with that on her, on her own? I think so. That's pretty, pretty smart. It is pretty smart. Well, anyway, what was I going to say? Garbage man. Your finger. My finger. Yeah, I burnt it the other day um, on, on the oven, right in the crease. Right where it oh, goes. yeah. And it keeps on getting worse. Mm. Like it's just, you it's not like infected it. or anything. I did all of that, but it's because it's in a spot that just will never let it heal. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how much you use that little spot <laughs> in your finger. If you taped it up. Yeah, I know. But then it gets, I don't know. I keep on thinking I don't need to do that anymore. And it really it hurts. It gets soggy. It really hurts. What is your, do you have anything else? I got nothing. Okay. What is your earliest memory? My earliest memory is I was, we were living, those of you watching most of you won't know what i'm talking about but we're living in prospect ohio yeah at the house that had the eagle on the front yeah okay you know what i'm talking the about blue house the or white like house blue and gray no it was a white house with okay. like an the eagle previous, yeah. on the front uh that's the one that it was our it was our last house in prospect whatever the, that, that was blue okay that's fine i don't remember that but i, I rem- remember that very vividly yeah. i remember my earliest memory is i was coming downstairs and mom and dad were in the living room, and there were a couple other guys that I didn't know there, like sitting in the living room talking to them. And I was coming down the stairs, and I was like looking at them, and they're like, "Oh, go back up." And yeah, you know, I was probably supposed to be taking a nap or something. Yeah, that is my earliest memory. And you don't know who these people were or no. what they were talking about. No, I have no idea. But it seemed important. If I if my memory serves, and it probably doesn't, yeah. they were wearing suits. Oh. Probably like Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One can hope. I don't know. <laughs> that's my earliest. It's not exciting, but no, that's my earliest not. memory. My earliest memory, I was two years old. That's ridiculous. And You don't remember being two. No, I do. And I had a three-wheeler bike. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was in the basement in Iowa. I was born in Iowa before we moved here. As was I. And the washer and dryer was under the stairs. I remember the basement very well. The washer and dryer was under the stairs, Mm -hmm. and I'd ride my bike in a circle Hmm. in the basement. I remember riding that bike. Mom's doing the laundry, and I'm riding a bike in the basement. Hmm. So, uh, and then I have to fast forward like three years before my next memory. Really? Yeah. But you just have that one ingrained. At two years old, I just remember that. It was such, I don't know why I remember that. It just, I don't I know why I remember in Prospect the first time I peed standing up. Outside, facing the road. It was a big deal. Yeah. I was very excited. <laughs> I'm, I was probably just maybe coming off of diapers or something. I don't well, know. You, you were naked a lot. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd get calls from the neighbors. That's why we had to move to the country. <laughs> so I could be yeah, free and naked. Free and naked. Because mm-hmm. they did not care for that in town. Hey. I mean, at age two, it's cute. At yeah. age seven, it's like, it's a little come much. on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I Put know some what I clothes like. on. Well, we moved to that house, I think, when I was four, so. Yeah. Well, that's why we had to move, because they were anticipating. <laughs> this, this is not like, This better. kid is not putting on We have on plenty clothes. of other stuff to work on before we get to the naked thing. I don't think we're going to get to that for at least three or four years. So yeah. let's just move to the country. My and- son, Gus, uh, we don't deal a whole lot with the nakedness in the house, but Gus instantly gets down to his underwear. Mm -hmm. No matter, like, (laughs) I mean, it could be zero degrees. Mm -hmm. We come home, like everybody's putting away backpacks and whatever, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, Gus is in his underwear. Yeah. What is going on? Just always, always. You know, when you're comfortable in your own skin. He is. You got nothing to hide. Yeah. Me and Gus. So then I taught him the phrase, I see London, I see France. I I see see Gus's Gus's underpants. That's quality parenting right there. He likes it. Mm -hmm. I think I would imagine you would. Yeah. My next memory <laughs> is when I'm five years old. Uh huh. And I remember sitting in the floor of the same house you were talking about. The, it was yes. Blue House and Prospect. And the cable guy shows up. Yes. And the cable guy is installing cable TV, uh-huh. which we only had for like six months before we moved out of town. We moved out in the country. And, and there was no anymore. cable out there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I remember for the six months we had cable, I remember him plugging in the cable mm-hmm. and turning on the TV, and the first thing that popped up mm. was Star Wars New Hope. Really? The robots, um, C-3PO and R2-D2, are yeah. in the desert. Wow. So it wasn't quite opening scene. They had, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it since, obviously, but obviously. they had just um, exited the thing on the... Yeah, the escape pod. The escape pod. Mm-hmm. And they're going through the desert. So when he turns on the TV, these two robots are going through... I'd never seen Star Wars. I don't know wow. any of this stuff. And I sat there and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, you did. And that was the beginning of my sci-fi. I don't remember the first time I saw Star Wars. I really? just know that I've seen it. Yeah. What's your first thing? My first or, thing was your earliest. Stella, what's your earliest memory? I'm not sure what the earliest is because I have a lot of just like little memories. Yeah. You were a strange child. Yeah, it still is. Very strange child. Nobody... A lot of conversations had about Stella. <laughs> she she's okay, right? <laughs> Everything's she. My first memory she of scares Stella, me a little bit. And um, my wife made fun of me for doing this, but when she was born and I'm holding her, they you know they hand me the baby, mm-hmm. and her eyes were open. Mm-hmm. Half of my kids' eyes were open. Gus, like his eyes were closed for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. He just did not want to open his eyes. But Stella was like wide eyed. She's like looking yeah. around. And I took my finger right up to her face, and I go like that. I'm like, I want to see if she yeah. can see if she's sure. following my finger. Mm-hmm. And Shelby's like, Stop it! What are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like she's not gonna know what you're doing. I'm like, I want to. Did know. she follow the finger? K- kind of. You know, I mean, she's uh, just kind of all around. Okay. So, it's my earliest memory of Stella. When I go to the bathroom in a public. Uh, is this your first restaurant. thing? Uh, you know, it it's just a it thing. It can be. A thing. It's doesn't have to, it could be my last thing. Maybe <laughs> I'm starting off with my last thing, hopefully. When I go to the restroom in a public bathroom. Yes. Um and uh let's just assume that I don't have to pee. Okay. Mm, yeah. You know what this means. So, uh I, I walk in and if there's somebody else there, mm-hmm. like washing their hands or the in the urinal or something like that, I won't go into the stall until that person has left the bathroom. So I will go to the urinal and even yeah. pee and really take my time washing my hands until they leave. And once the door shuts, then I'll go into the stall. What's wrong with me? A 
lot. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that particular thing. See, I would picture you uh, just being a little bit more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just grabbing the bull by the horns. Like the guy at Lowe's that they uh, said uh, ha- there's a bomb threat at a Lowe's. <laughs> Did you see this? Did you read this? Because yes. he went to the bathroom. He said, I'm about to blow this place up. <laughs> And somebody didn't understand that term when it came to using the restroom, and they literally thought it was a bomb threat. Well, I and mean, so we they live... cleared out the building, yeah. and then he walks out of the bathroom like, "Man, I really did." We live in sensitive times. Yeah, you can't say things like that anymore. It's like yelling fire in a movie theater. You can't do you just it. Can't do it. No, I'm about to blow this place up. <laughs> I mean, it's just wonderful. I think that's the approach. I think that's far more effective, and you create more stories out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, think of all the stories you could be telling about all these bathroom experiences. All I know, yeah, is that I don't want the other person in there when I walk into the stall. What does that say about me? What is what you're is, insecure? What is wrong with me? I'm insecure. insecure. Why is that insecure? I mean, everybody. I mean, there's what's what's there to be insecure about? I don't know. You tell me. What the, you're I don't the know one either. with the insecurities. Listen, I brought it up. Yeah. You're the one that's supposed to explain to me. You're insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm explaining this to you. Hmm. And now you're insecure about being insecure. What You're not confident enough. Here's what I'll definitely never do. I'll never walk. I'll never. Okay, wait, wait. wait. What if there's two stalls and someone's in the other stall? I'll go in. There's okay. no eye contact. Just no eye contact. See, yeah. that's that we're getting down to it now. I, so if you make eye contact with someone. Mm-hmm. So you you see them, they see you. Yeah, I don't want that person to know that I poop. But if <laughs> but if someone's already pooping in the other stall, if it's just feet, yeah, just feet. Nah, I got no problem with that. Okay. What I'll definitely never do is if there's one stall, stand and wait for that person to come out, and then go right in. Oh, sometimes you have to. Well, listen. Obviously, sometimes there are. <laughs> extenuating circumstances <laughs> when those circumstances are the case yeah if i see the feet i mean i'm bolting for another restroom yeah but uh but i'll never stand there wait for the guy to come out sometimes i'll i'll, I'll see the feet i'll go in i'll pretend to pee i'll flush the urinal wash my hands and just walk out and then i'll stay anywhere from just depending an shot depending on, on the yeah. store yeah. i'll stay anywhere from 20 to 50 feet away from the bathroom door just kind of lurking, <laughs> waiting for him to walk out. Yeah. And then once he walks out, then beeline yeah. straight back to it. Yeah. It's I don't know what's wrong with me, but that's what I do. I'm not proud of it. The the best bathroom story is uh we were at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> this, you is, were, this is good. You were with us. Yeah. It's so another Gus story. It is another Gus mm-hmm. story. So there was uh, my five kids, your three kids. There's mm-hmm. eight kids. Mm-hmm. We put them at their own table. And they were a bit younger. I mean, this is six oh. years ago, maybe? Yeah. Maybe seven? Yeah, six or seven years ago. Um, so Gus would have been like two or three. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gus was pretty small. Yeah. And um, we put all the kids at one table. Yeah. Levi was like 11. Yeah. 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 Stella, same okay. age. And the adults are at the other table. Yeah. Because we don't, mm-hmm. you know, we told the waitress, I'm like, just... You whatever know, they want. Whatever they want. Give them what they want. Yeah. Drinks, whatever. And um, about halfway through the evening, mm-hmm. one child, I don't even remember which was the first one to do it. It's probably Gideon. Probably Gideon mm-hmm. comes up to our table and says, I have to use the restroom. Right. And so th- once again, they're all still little. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, that's okay. I said, you know. And I think we had just got our food. Yeah. I think that was part I of the problem. Can't like, be listen, dealing I with just this got now. food. And I think you said, hey, Levi, why don't you yeah. go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, show Gideon where the bathroom is? Mm-hmm. At which point, every kid at the table got up to go to the bathroom. They're all, this is an adventure now. Levi's taking everybody to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So everybody goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And they come out. And, <sighs> go ahead. And we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Which, if the, the rule of Buffalo Wild Wings is if it can hold a TV. It, I mean, we there's their, their TV rule is everywhere. we don't want there to be five feet without right. a TV. Right. If there's five feet on a wall somewhere without a TV, we've done our jobs wrong. There's probably, I mean, without counting, just 80, 
80 yeah, TVs there? I was going to say 100. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of televisions. It's a lot of TVs mm-hmm. there. They're everywhere. Everywhere. And Literally. so they come out of the bathroom. Cracking up. Cracking up. I mean, rolling on the floor, laughing out loud, tears in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, Levi goes to tell the story. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Levi goes to tell the story that uh, during this whole experience in the bathroom, Gus saw some TVs mounted above the urinal. Right, so just face level, so you don't have to miss a second of the game. While you're yeah. peeing, you can watch the game. Gus thought this was fantastic. Hey, just, this is an amazing, There's, what, what yeah. a world we live in. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, we don't know this guy. No, just a dude. A dude at one of the urinals. Using said urinal. Using the urinal. Mm-hmm. Gus slaps him on the butt and says, hey, mister, there's TVs right there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like an old Newsies, yeah. you know, 1920. Well, that, we turned it into that. Well, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how he said it. <laughs> and so, um, you know, they come out busting mm-hmm. up laughing. And, you know, I feel bad for the guy, yeah. you know, because I'm sure that yeah. it's like, why are all these kids the, here? Let children these wild of the corn children into the Slapping me on the butt while I'm trying to pee. Hey, there's TVs. There's TVs. Look, TVs. Like he's staring right at it. It's yeah. like literally two like seconds. Kid, yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like that. If I you're in a bathroom and some kid slaps you on the butt and says, hey, there's TVs right there. I'm I'm getting out of there. <laughs> I don't need to be in here right now. That's what I say. Yeah. I just, I love that story. I, mm. I tell it to He Gus. was so excited. Oh, he was. He was just yeah. thrilled. I mean, he had good information and he wanted to share it. Yeah. You know? Hey, mister. This is a shared human there's experience. TVs right there. Can you believe it? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I think I'll bring my food in here and eat it and mm-hmm. watch TV. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's a TV. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm. Okay. So I was listening to a program the other day. Yeah. And they got me messed up on numbers. I'm a math guy. You're not. No. I avoid it at all costs. I know you do. So if you have negative one, well, that's impossible. You can't have negative something. I mean, if you have it, it's something. It's well, not is, n- nothing or less than This is the problem. Nothing. Okay. So on a piece of paper, negative one. Got it. Add one to it. What do you have? Zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have negative one cans of Mountain Dew. Got it. I give you a can of Mountain Dew. How many do you have? Wow. Well... I mean, I suppose it depends on the way you're thinking about it. I mean, tallying, if, I, if I've if i tallied... Okay, if whole, you have negative two cans of Mountain Dew... I, well, that's the problem, is you can't and have... And I give you three Mountain Dews. What I, How I many do you have? I don't have negative cans of Mountain Dew. I you, just have Do you nothing. have a can of Mountain Dew? I, I have... Zero is the... Do you want a can of Mountain Dew? Zero is the least amount of cans of Mountain Dew I can have. I can't have negative cans of Mountain Dew. I can lose them, but though I no longer have them anymore. I don't have negative cans of Mountain Dew. I only have zero or more than zero. You could have negative money. Well, yes, you can be in debt, and if I'm Your $10 account- in debt and you give me $10, then I'm back to zero if I pay my the person that I owe. Yeah. Just saying numbers are not what you think they are. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah. That blew my mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's... I understand what you're do, saying. I don't have a can of Mountain Dew right now. Mm-hmm. I'm negative one can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, you have zero. No, I have negative one cans no, of Mountain Dew. You don't have negative one cans of Mountain Dew. You have I don't zero. have one. You have no cans. Yes, zero. But I want a can. Then I, you would have one, because zero plus I don't, one is one. I want one. Yes. I don't have one. Yes, there's Therefore, a need but for But zero Dew. would imply that I don't I don't even want a can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I don't that. want one. The moment no. I say, I I want a can of Mountain mm-hmm. Dew. Yes, now there's I'm a desire. negative one. No, you're not. I want a whole case of so Mountain So what are you Dew. implying? That I would give you Mountain Dew in that sense, and it would just disappear? Because like, well, now I'm at zero, so could you give me another one? Well, this, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if zero actually exists. Does zero actually exist? Can you have nothing? I mean, I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if anybody's come close. The moment you desire something, then you want it. Mm -hmm. Now you don't have it. Yes. So it's not zero. It's not neutral. It's a. It would fall in the negative category. Mm -hmm. I want a dog. I don't have a dog. Mm -hmm. I have negative one dog. Mm -hmm. 
If you want three dogs, then you have negative three dogs. No. Someone gives you three dogs. The, uh, your whole premise is messed up. I, I, I don't think that it is. It really is. You don't. That's the problem is you can't have negative something. That's not possible. You either have none of it or you have it. So I like drinking Sprite. Last time I had a Sprite, I can't even. I like Sprite. I mean, I was maybe 12 years old. So I've got. <laughs> so I got some Sprite in the basement. Mm-hmm. I tell Gus, hey, go get me a Sprite. Okay. Currently, <laughs> I have negative one can of Sprite. No, you don't. You have, I do. Because you have no cans of Sprite. You have zero cans of Sprite. But one's coming. Yes. I desire then it. Then you'll have I one. I ask for it. I don't have it. I want to be drinking it right now. It's negative one. I can't. Right now, we have negative Netflix suggestions of the week. <laughs> and I would like to have one Netflix suggestion. Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows of the ones. Netflix, Netflix, or maybe Hulu Plus. Netflix, Netflix, I watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, or maybe Hulu Plus. Or maybe Amazon Prime or something like that, like YouTube. Or we don't want to put a box around what you watch, so. I think that song is getting longer. I don't know how it's possible, but I think it is. So, Jason, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? Brought to you by your father-in-law. Okay. He suggested that we watch Fat Man. Oh, we talked about this last week. Yeah. About that we hadn't seen it. Right. Uh Uh-huh. I bought it. Okay. And I watched it. Okay. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I well, I texted him uh-huh. as I was watching it. I said, "Hey, I just bought Fat Man. I'm sitting mm-hmm. down to watch it." He goes, "Tell me how it goes." Mm-hmm. So I had this conversation with him, you know, back and forth a little bit. I said, um, "My impression, having watched the whole thing, it was a B plus or eight out of ten. Okay, it was good. All right. I don't know if it was fantastic. Here's the thing: it's Mel Gibson. Listen, if it wasn't Mel Gibson." It have, would be have a we four. done the Mount Rushmore of Mel Gibson movies? No, but we should. I don't think we have. All right, we'll here do, we go. Okay. Real quick. Patriot. Well, Braveheart's number one. I don't care. Pa- Patriot and Braveheart, one okay. and two. Lethal Weapon. Yes. And, and Mad Max. Mad Max? Iconic. Oh, yes. No, no, no. I, I hear you. I'm just saying, it just feels like we're missing something. Signs. I mean, he's well, been in we a- love Signs, but I don't know that it belongs in the Mount Rushmore of... Uh, Those are the most iconic. It's Mad Max, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Mad Max is where he kind of burst on the scene. Yeah. Well, he played in multiple Mad Max movies. Uh, Yeah, and Lethal Weapon 2, I think, is pretty iconic. So, oh, Daddy's Home 2. There's that. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's probably... Patriot, Braveheart, Mad Max. You know, We Were Soldiers is actually pretty good. Did you ever see that? Yeah. It's pretty heavy. That's a good movie. What what is the fourth? Uh, we said Patriot, Braveheart, Mad Max, and Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that feels pretty good to me. Yeah, he so, was in Pocahontas. Yeah, hmm. Hamlet. No, no. Uh, yeah, I guess it thins out after that. Hmm. You would have thought he'd have more. You are a big fan of Maverick. Maverick was fantastic, but not not the Mount Rushmore. Ransom, give me back my son. That's pretty good. I don't know if so, I've seen that. I don't know if I've seen it. So, Fat Man, Fat Man, and you approve of it? I approve. Uh, not little kid friendly because it's bloody. Uh, it actually wasn't very bloody at all. It had some language in it. So and uh, so, I watched it with my older two, mm-hmm. and it was fine for them. Okay, uh, I would not watch it with my youngest yeah. couple. But there's a scene at the very end where uh, an assassin comes to kill Santa Claus mm-hmm. is the storyline. And Mel Gibson, who is Santa Claus, mm-hmm. um, has this block of wood. <laughs> and he runs up and smacks this guy in the face with it. And yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. There's this whole scene mm-hmm. you know, where he knows he's coming. You, 
you think you're the first? Mm. You know, and mm. he's yelling. They're yelling back and forth, and um, the whole movie's worth that one scene. That scene in Patriot after his son dies, oh. the younger son, and he chases down those yeah. dudes, and he tells his two other sons, "Aim small, miss small, miss." Oh my gosh, when yeah. he that is an incredible scene, and Heath Ledger's like just like watching yeah. it all happen. Yeah, that that scene is nuts. The whole movie's the worth hatchet. that one scene. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Aim small, miss small. That's a great movie. All right. Well, speaking of language in a movie, uh, so last Wolf of Wall Street, not seen it, broke the record for f bombs in a movie. Really? Yeah. Good for them. It's like eight hundred times. I don't it, know. I've never seen. Once it, you but. said it ten times, it means nothing. I mean, really, once you said it five times, it means nothing. <laughs> it's just a filler word. I agree. The really the most effective way to say the f word to, if you're if you now listen if I was making a movie would I put the f word in it? No, I probably wouldn't. I'm just gonna say that right now. But if you're bound to determine, like yes. I want to use the f word, and the most effective way to is use to have it, a four year old say it. Well, yes, there's that. <laughs> but it's to only use it once. Yeah, and about at least past halfway through the movie, yes. you have to have settled into a movie that has no cussing. Yeah, that's just like okay, maybe they say like borderline cuss yeah. words or whatever, but yeah, this is a pretty, you know, and then you get about three quarters through the movie and somebody drops the F-bomb, it's actually very effective. It's like, yeah. it, it like but once you've heard it twice or three times yeah. in the first minute or two, it's like, okay, that's it, it just loses its meaning and it doesn't mean anything. It's lazy writing. You heard it. Yeah. Here first. Comedian's the same. Oh, it's the same with comedians. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a filler word. Yeah. The, the, the job of a comedian is to try to surprise the person that he is talking to. I was going to say he or she, but who are we kidding? So I was, to, is, is to surprise who he's talking yeah, to. The audience. Right? Catch them off guard. Right. Shock them right. on some level. And uh, if if uh, Brian Regan or Jerry Seinfeld dropped the F-bomb in the middle of their show, it would have that effect, yeah. but then it would lose its effect. Right. So then you couldn't keep on doing it. Right. And so then they just try to add it on and make things dirtier and nastier. And yeah. they stop being funny. Yeah. And they just start making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. I'm not going, listen, if I want to feel uncomfortable, I'll just live my life. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I live in a state of feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I don't just, remember the last time I was in clothes that made me feel comfortable. Mm. You know, every single time I put clothes on, I'm like, oh, just every time you go in a public let restroom, them stretch out. You know, I feel uncomfortable yeah. in public restrooms. I feel uncomfortable now with the shopping cart or the shop. The, the sh that's a whole thing. Yeah. I just feel very uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, I don't need a comedian. I need a comedian to make me feel happy. See, I feel overly comfortable. Yeah, you you have the opposite problem. Yeah. Too comfortable. I'm too comfortable. Yeah, you should actually tighten up a little bit. I have plus comfortability. <laughs> you have negative comfortability. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, cursing or bad language in a movie, uh, I think it was last night, the kids said that they wanted to watch something. And so I suggested, well, two nights ago, I, I saw on, on Disney Plus, they, they were scrolling through stuff. And uh, you know Wes Anderson? You know yeah. who he is? Okay. The, he He's done two of those claymation movies. Mm. So one is The Isle of the Dogs. Okay. Claymation. It's like the voices are like Bill Murray and Owen Wilson, and and, and there are these dogs that are on this uh, trash island, and this kid comes on the island. It's this whole thing. It's claymation, and it's very feels very Wes Anderson. If you know Wes Anderson, it feels like a Wes Anderson movie. And they liked it. And then, uh, the, and then I told them the next night, I was like, if you like that, I like Fantastic Mr. Fox even better, which is a Wes Anderson movie. Have you seen it? No, nah, I don't It's know. on Disney+, Plus, so you can watch it. Um, and it's, it's Claymation starring uh, George Clooney as the Fantastic Mr. Fox. And then there's some other, Bill Murray, some other guys that are in a lot of Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. And uh, it's about a fox who uh, catches uh, chickens for a living and then... Uh, he his his wife is pregnant and she says I don't want you to do this anymore so he starts writing for a newspaper column and uh, instead of catching chickens for a living because it's dangerous and then he gets sucked back into it and that's what the movie is about and it's about his relationship with his son and that sort of thing and uh, it's a pretty good movie I, I really liked it but one of the the great things about the movie is uh, to get around the whole uh, bad language thing so that I think it's PG it's got it's got to be a PG movie. Um, they say cuss. So uh, what, what the cuss do you, 
what the cuss did you just say to me? Listen yeah. here, you little cusser, you know? Yeah. And so they just use the word cuss intermittently, and it's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. We've been doing it around the house nonstop. <laughs> it's really great. Who the cuss do you think you're talking to? <laughs> what the cuss did you just say to me? It's a lot of fun. And and, and, and and the stupid thing is that in, in many ways, that's no different. It's no different. Than it's just a word. The, <laughs> the actual yeah. word. It's just a different four letters. Yeah. And so, uh, and, but they could do that, and then all of a sudden, instead of, if they would have used the F word. Your, your kids are using this, too. All the time. Okay. Instead of the, if, if, if the fantastic Mr. Fox had yeah. decided, instead of using the word cuss, if the movie hadn't changed one bit. Right. But instead of using the word cuss, they would have used the F word. It would have been an R-rated movie. Yeah. But instead, they substituted the word cuss, and it's PG. It skips PG-13 all the way to PG. Yeah. It's See, hilarious. Um, it's stupid. That, I don't know. Battlestar Galactica. Not. Did you watch that? Yeah, it was Frack. Frack. Right? That was their word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Watching it, mm-hmm. I love Battlestar Galactica. I, I could never quite completely get into I just, it. Something I about it. it was just, I don't know. But when they said that word, it felt intense. It felt mm-hmm. real. But mm-hmm. it's not the the word. Yeah. The mm-hmm. mother of all words. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and so, like, I don't mind watching it with the kids around and stuff like that. Because... Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't want them exposed to all that. Sure. So, well, anyway, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. It is on Disney Plus, and it's great. It's like I said, it's very kind of Wes Anderson. So it's pretty dry. The movie, it's a bit pretentious, the way Wes Anderson movies are. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this it movie seems to like itself quite a bit. Have a pretty high opinion of itself. Um, it's very artistic, but uh, I like it a lot. I would highly suggest that anybody watch The Fantastic Mr. Fox, starring George Clooney, Meryl Streep, and some other people. Okay. It's a Wes Anderson movie. And then my book suggestion, because I've been doing this lately, my book suggestion of the week is I'm only about 100 pages into this, but it's a 700-page book, yeah. so I'm not going to be done with it for a while. But I started reading A History of Wales. Mm. We're Welsh. Yeah, that's what that's what. Oh, I'm I thought you were talking about like fish whales. No, the country, the country. So we're we're supposed to be Welsh. That's what was told me, yeah. and that's what I believe. Yeah, maybe we aren't. I think Who we're knows? half. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, we're not full Welsh. We're, we're probably a tiny bit Welsh. Yeah, probably two like percent. Owings might be able to trade, but we're a lot more than Owings. Yeah, you know. So, um, but for whatever reason, I said, well, I don't know a ton about Welsh history. Yeah. I saw this book, put it on my Amazon book list, and uh, Erica's uh, parents, in looking for a Christmas present for me... Bought it for you. Erica told them about my Amazon book wish list, yeah. so they bought that for me. It's it's like I said, 700 pages. So I'm just into... I'm like just post-Arthur. Uh, I'm like in now into like year about 800 okay. um, AD. And, um, you know, it's... It's interesting. The first bit is there's a lot that they don't know. Um, some of it can feel pretty dry, but there's a lot that's kind of interesting. If you're into that sort of thing, it's pretty good. I hope to learn more yeah. uh, about uh, Wales. I never quite understood the way that Wales associated with Britain, to be honest with you. It's like its own thing, but it's not its own thing. Yeah. In, in a way that's like kind of different than Ireland and Scotland. Ireland is is interesting. One of the reasons that Ireland is Ireland's so a whole different island. Unique. Yeah, it's its own island. Yeah. So when the Romans came through and took all of Europe, well, they, they made it all the way to yeah. Britain. They took the whole isle, the island of, of, of Britain, but they didn't go up to Ireland. Yeah. So Ireland maintained its like Celtic or Celtic, however you say it, heritage right. Right. in a way that, because uh, that whole Celtic... Um, tribe or whatever was not only just through England, but all the way into German right. areas and right. all that. I mean, it was a huge kind of push. And then the uh, the Romans overtook it, but in Ireland, it stayed the same. So right. Ireland maintained a lot of its individuality in a way that the others didn't. A lot of Roman influence in all over Britain uh, in the in the earlier years. And uh, so it made me, I think when I'm done with this one, I think I'm going to find like a comprehensive Irish history book because now I'm interested in that too. But anyway, my book suggestion is A History of Wales. And it's not like a biggest page turner. It takes a long time to read because there's a lot of, it's a slow read. It's not, you don't just fly through it. Yeah. So that's my book suggestion of the week. The book that I'm currently going through is called Mint Condition. And by going through, you mean? Audio. (laughs) I didn't say read. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
I'm I just wanted to point it out. I mean, you, you think I'm stupid? You, you, no, Are you, trying to say you I'm just stupid? chose to use the word going through. You could have said the book that I'm listening to, but you chose the word going through. I'm insecure. I, <laughs> I don't want people to know that I don't read. I do read the book that I'm going. I mean, going through could just be like you know. I mean, that's like flipping like, through the pages. Yeah, just kind of yeah. like like I'm you know, just kind of going through it. Mint right. condition. <laughs> it's on Audible. You can listen to it. I'm sure it's a real book that you can anyway, read it, too. I'm, well, I don't know. Who knows nowadays? Yeah, um, could be anything. But it's talking about baseball. Cards. Oh, I got a. After this, I got a podcast suggestion for you because I know oh. you listen to a lot of that yeah. kind of stuff. Ah, you're gonna like this one. Okay, but continue the book. That it's you're, about baseball cards. It's called Mint Condition. Mint Condition. I'm halfway through. It's interesting. The guy that's writing it or reading it, as I listen to it, narrating it, narrating it, whatever. I don't know. I mean, you could be reading something silently, you know. So he's not reading. I mean, yes, he is reading it, but he's about our age. The narrator is the author. The narrator. I think so. Do you like it when the author's the narrator? It depends. Yeah, it's both ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes not so much. Uh, David McCullough. If okay. you can get a David McCullough book, he's the narrator. He's also the 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 narrator of one or two Ken Burns documentaries. He's okay. got a great voice. The worst. Great voice. The worst narrator I've come to up until this point. Malcolm Gladwell. I don't know who that is. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh it's bad. What did she narrate? Alice in Wonderland. Oh. It's bad. Yeah, it's probably in a rush. Probably it's she bad. didn't take her time. I heard Reese Witherspoon uh, do, I think, To Kill a Mockingbird, I think, and that was, that yeah. was okay. You know who the best is? Simon Vance. Simon Vance is good. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry. What did he do? Tim Curry has done a lot of things. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've heard. Oh, I've he's fantastic. Tim Curry. He is fantastic. I like an audio book. I'm re-listening to Lord of the Rings. I'm, I just made it to The Two Towers. Mm. Uh, Peter Do you own Two Towers? Uh-huh. I can find a way to give it to you. Yeah, we I might try. need to do that later. Yeah. But I started listening to The Two Towers now. Uh, I'm about, I don't know, 45 minutes in. Yeah. But uh, that's my kind of standard. Before you got here, on, I was listening to it. I just always kind of have it going. On the uh, Ohio Digital Library? Yes. I just downloaded Dune. You did? Yeah. Is it narrated by Simon Vance? It is. Okay. So He's, uh, he's great. I haven't started. It's like a 40-hour listen. It's a commitment. Yeah, I haven't started yet. I would suggest that you listen to it in as short amount of time as possible. Yeah. Like, really get into it. Lots of cities and places and planets and That's people. why you can't, like, have too many right. distance between ep- between listening to it. Yeah. Because uh, you have to really just get into that rhythm. I was really kind of hoping. Um, I got a message Duncan from... Duncan, Idaho. <laughs> You're going to like that. I got a message from uh, our, our mutual friend, Shoeless Joe. He's got uh, he's got the COVID. Really, he does. Yeah. Sorry, it's nice to know you, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, so you're probably it's like fifty fifty that you're gonna die. Yeah. So Sorry, I mean, Joe. Joe, I you should have been more careful. Have you been wearing a mask stop, everywhere you go? Stop. Try wearing two. I hear stop. it's better. Okay. I listen. went to get my oil changed today. We're gonna get be Jiffy banned Lube. off of every. I went thing. to get my oil changed yes. at Jiffy Lube today. Uh huh. You know Jiffy Lube. Yeah. You pull in. Yeah. You stay in your car. They change your oil. Bop, bop, ba doop, ba doop. So he comes outside and they open up the big thing yeah. and he goes, uh, I'm going to need you to uh, put your mask on before you pull into the garage. I was, I'll just leave my window up. It's fine. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, but I'm staying in my car, right? You know, because yeah. I thought, well, I guess, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're, you're staying in the car. And he goes, in fact, I need everyone in the car because my kids were in the back. I need everyone in the car to have a mask on. And I've never asked anybody this before. Yeah. But I was like, are you. Are you serious? Like it wasn't. I wasn't being irate. Yeah. I wasn't. Just I just thought you, off guard. you have to yeah. be joke. Like this can't be real. Yeah, you got to be joking. He's like, no, no, you got it. You got to do it. I'm like, but I'm gonna stay in my car, right? Like I'm yeah. staying in my car, and you still want me to wear this? Yep. All right. Anyway, you shoeless complied. Joe. You, you probably complied. did. You comply? I complied. I just. Sheep. I didn't want him to spit in my engine. <laughs> Joe. Why didn't you wear a mask? Stop. If you so would have Joe worn a mask, it would have been fine. Asking, Obviously. It protects you. Listen, or we have mutual friends people. who have already defriended me because of all of this. Really? Yes. Names. I'm not going to say. Anybody? Wait a minute. Anybody that's ever been on the show? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say. It hurts. When you're defriended? Yeah. Hmm. I've been defriended and blocked many times. <laughs> I'm not evil or mean. I don't understand. You're not evil. (laughs) 
So, Shoeless Joe was asking for some suggestions. To uh, to spend the time. Spend the time. I don't know, Joe. Like, make yourself a better person, you know? <laughs> like, learn to do something that's, like, valuable for society. Yeah. You know. So Learn an instrument. Read a book. Well, I think he was specifically talking about things to watch. See, this is your problem, Joe. <laughs> if you were a better human being, you probably wouldn't have contracted it, you know? Yeah. So I suggested to him. I'll bet he voted for Trump. Somehow that's right. I did. What? Yeah. Hmm. Get kicked off of every platform we're on. Uh, so I suggested a bunch of things. Uh huh. And most of which I've already suggested <laughs> on the show. <laughs> so it's well, really not going over. Well, but, what's your fa- what? What is your your like all time favorite binge experience? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like at some point where it just hits you at a point in your life where you actually had the time to binge it, and then well, you did. There's three things that we binged. Like, binged. Mm-hmm. Like, classic. Actually, four. 24. 24 was one of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, the other one was uh, Battlestar Galactica. We mm-hmm. binged that one. Um, the other one was Sutherland Till I Die. What is it? S- Sunderland Till I Die. Oh, yeah. That's on, great. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, we got through I thought you that. said Sutherland. I'm like, no, Sutherland. That, you're a big I might have Sutherland said, fan. I might have said Sutherland. 24, Sutherland, Sutherland Till I Die. And uh, the last one was Game of Thrones. Yeah, we just—I mean—punched right through it. So, I we—I think we binge more than you binge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say this is kind of a strange one, but there is a documentary. I don't know where you could find it, Joe, but it is about the city of New York. It's by Rick Burns, mm. not Ken Burns, his brother. brother. Okay, yeah. his name's Rick Burns. Same style, same style, exact same style. Yeah. Feels like a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah. And it's about the, the the history of New York City from the very beginning, uh, leading all the way to I think it ends around like po- just post nine eleven, and it is really good. It's very long. It's yeah. like ten episodes. I wow. think it's very long. PBS. Uh, yeah, it's a PBS yeah. documentary. Uh, it, it's on New York. It's like a history of New York or something like that. You'll know it when you see it. But uh, Rick Burns. That's a very good binger right there. It made me want to go to uh, to New York City and just hang out, but I don't want to go to New York City now, but I did for a while there. Okay. Do we you were just going to talk about something. I'm going to say something else. Do you have something? Oh, I was going to give you my suggestion really oh. quickly. For, 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 for what? For, for podcast. Oh. There's a podcast. It is a, um, it is a uh, drama, and it's called, this is what it looks like, From Now. Okay. Okay. It's a science fiction mm-hmm. drama. I like that. It's it's done very well. Yeah. So so it's, it's like good multiple voices. Yeah. Uh, there's sound effects. Dramatized. Very. There's music. Yeah. Very dramatic. Very. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Anyway, it's called From Now. Okay. It's a uh, futuristic. Uh, it's got twists and turns. It's got uh, Ryan is Cox, it? isn't it? Uh, actually, it's happening like now. So the fifth episode just dropped. Uh, so there's only five. Each one's anywhere from like, I don't know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes, something like that. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, the actors in it, uh, Brian Cox plays the bad guy from X-Men, like the guy that did all that stuff to Wolverine? I don't know. Anyway, you'd never you'd recognize it. But uh anyway, it's called From Now. I would encourage you to listen to it. I think you'll really like it. Okay. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. Get ready for our best stuff right now. This is it. This is going to be good. The whole show mm-hmm. comes it's down about to this. A couple minutes left. We're going to really take off. I'm going to read you a list of animals. Okay. You're going to tell me Mhm. In your mind, okay. do you picture this animal as being a boy or a girl? Oh, okay. So, for instance, no, you don't have to explain. I no, I mean for the audience, dog, boy, cat, girl. Yeah, right. I mean that's super Obvious. easy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, giraffe, boy. Really? Okay, lion, boy, monkey, boy, tiger, boy, bear, boy, panda, boy, rhinoceros, boy. Penguin. Boy. <laughs> Gorilla. Boy. Cheetah. Girl. Elephant. Boy. Be careful. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Tortoise. Boy. Hippopotamus. Boy. Uh, otter. Boy. Lemur. Boy. Red panda. Girl. Okay. Koala. 
Boy. They're boyfriend and girlfriend, those two. <laughs> Polar bear. Boy. Leopard. Boy. Turtle. Boy. Kangaroo. Boy. <laughs> Sloth. Girl. <laughs> Crocodile. Boy. Wolf. Boy. How long are we going to do this? Orangutan. Boy. Ring-tailed lemur. Boy. Zebra. Boy. Muskrat. Girl. Jaguar. Boy. Chupacabra. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. I, I think it's asexual. Okapi. I don't think it has a gender. What? Okapi. I don't know what that is. It's like the giraffe zebra oh, thing. Oh, Okapi. That's yeah, a boy. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a boy. Snow leopard. Boy. Gibbon. Boy. Hyena. Boy. Bald eagle. Boy. Gazelle. Girl. Yeah, I would have said that. Yeah. Sea lion. Boy. Okay, good. <laughs> We're running out of time here, Jason. Armadillo. Uh, boy. Siberian tiger. Boy. Asian elephant. Girl. Okay. The uh, the African elephant's a boy. Yeah. Asian elephant's a girl. I can see it. It's a little bit smaller, you know. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was just being honest. I wasn't Lots being of boys. Dishonest. You picture lots of animals as boys. I guess I do. I mean, I'm a boy, so maybe I associate with them more. Yeah. I don't know. You know, all those animals have boys and girls. Except for the chupacabra. We don't know that don't much know. about the reproductive yeah. means of the chupacabra. There was an animal there I didn't know how to pronounce. It okay. started with the C. That's best, why I said chupacabra. Best to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Can I see it? I don't know. I, I don't know what it is now. Well, it. this is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Sit, boo sit. Good talk. I've spoken. Oh, capybara. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's uh, a... It's bad. <laughs>